Welcome to the Dad Code Podcast, where real dads come for real talk and no BS. We are your hosts, Blake Melton and Bradley Newberry. Good afternoon, Bradley. Good afternoon, Blake. I am live from the pickup line to pick up my son from school and hating every minute of it. Oh boy, oh boy. I think we might need to talk about this. You know, we might have some things to say about that. Ooh, um, but first, I wanted to welcome everybody. Thank you for taking the time to hit play or download the Dad Code presenting podcast number 13. Number 13. Some people say it's a lucky number. Other hey. people don't. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, I think we got another game today. I think we're actually finding out if we're smarter than a seventh grader today. If you I... know, she's moved on up, moved on up. The questions right. will get harder. Um, she's kind of condensed it down to third grade through seventh grade. So we'll see how that goes. Ooh, third grade through seventh grade. That, I, I'm still a little worried. I'm not going to lie. Uh, we'll also we'll have the Blake's Blast again. We'll have Noob's Knowledge. Uh, we're also going to talk about our top three things that we absolutely hate about back-to-school time. Oh, and, yeah. And I, I have a feeling that uh, – that Brad is uh, feeling some of it right now. You already know one of them yep. that's making the yep. list. I'm sitting right through it right now as we speak. Absolutely. I don't like it one Absolutely. darn bit. We, uh, we do apologize that we will not have a hot sauce review this week. We will not be raiding any bods. But first, Blake's Blast. Let me tell you what burns my biscuits. It's people that park on the street in a residential neighborhood. I would dare say that nothing endangers your children who are outside playing in the neighborhood more than these people who park on the street. When there are an entire neighborhood full of driveways for them to park in. The NASCAR evasive maneuvers that I have to perform on a daily basis to avoid running over both you and your kids and these cars would probably win the Talladega. Also, if you haven't ever experienced a traffic jam in a residential neighborhood, I invite you to come to my neighborhood sometime and observe So to all you soft-headed momos out there that park in the street where there's perfectly good driveways for the people that you're visiting, I mean, good grief, some of them are double wide. I mean, they got plenty of room. You can suck it. This was a dad rant. All right. Take that, wow. Momos and Moets. <laughs> Momets. They are running rampant. I can look to the left of me and see a neighborhood full of them. Uh, it, it is crazy to me. I mean, the, we live in a halfway, a pretty nice neighborhood, I guess you would say, by most people's standards. But I cannot understand for me how at all why someone would park on the street 
well, on a street let's, that's let's, barely wide enough for two cars. Right. And let's think about this. Um, it's not like we're living in homes that were built without garages. Right. Hell, most houses in our neighborhood have three bays. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Let's just, we'll trim it back to the two car, two car garage. Hey, there's two spots there. Not to mention your long ass driveway. What's the problem here? I don't know, man. And I'm telling you, it is, it's a safety hazard. How many times in our neighborhood, because the thing is, folks, is there's going to be times where there, there are people that actually need to park on the street. You know, if they've got heavy equipment, we don't want them parking in our driveway or on our lawn. So we need to be able to have the street clear for those people because what happens is, is you have the idiots that park on the street. And then all of a sudden, these people that maybe are maybe their neighbors are having a, a pool installed. Now they're bringing heavy equipment that needs to be parked on the street. And now you've got, you know, a 400 yard blockage in the in the daggone uh, street and no one's going to be able to get through and, and, and our neighborhood's pretty small and we don't have a lot of outlets as far as being able to go around. And I don't know that, no. that really was, I mean, I'm, my blood pressure is rising just talking about it right now. So <laughs> then you're, you're entrusting the other party, the other person coming from the other way yep. to yield to me whenever I was there first. So I got to go, I'm thinking, okay, it's my turn. I got to go in the middle here. I got to trust that they just stop or we're going head on, folks. Yeah. I mean, there's been situations where people have parked on both sides of the street and another car could not get through. Because if you have a larger SUV or a truck, it's a tight squeeze. It's well, a tight let me squeeze. tell you another one. Oh, boy. So, so I'll take it even a step further in our own neighborhood, dare I say, right across the street from where my driveway is mm -hmm. if one must park on the sidewalk or they're close to why would you park on the sidewalk in front of the other house's driveway yeah i mean do I've you, got do, you to back want, up. do you want to get backed into i totally I agree holly has almost hit said car four times i'm like you got that entire road just move just a little bit we don't like you on the road anyway but get away from our driveway for goodness sakes yeah i, I don't like it one bit not one Ugh. bit all right we could talk about this oh, all day though good grief good. just two dads bitching that's all it is I wish I had a bod bags. right now, but all I got is nice, ice-cold, sparkling, purified drinking water from Kroger. And I have a large Diet Mountain Dew with no ice mm -hmm. from Taco Bell. As usual. That's but, the uh, uh, the typical drink for you. Yeah, man. <clears throat> but uh, what are we going to do here? Smarter right. than a seventh Yeah, grade? we're going to try to find out how smart or not so smart we are. Oh. These, uh, these have produced some pretty interesting... Uh, results. I was kind of proud of myself last time for the math part, just because I didn't completely embarrass myself. But uh, I don't want to well, get a big head. So are we going to do uh, third through seventh, sticking with the seemingly easier ones first? Yeah, we're going to start easy. I think that's the All way right. to go. 
All right. Uh, so the sheet says seventh grade questions are on the back. Okay. I, as always, I have an answer key that all the answers are covered. And this one says Brad goes first. Blake goes second. Mm. <laughs> Switched up Man. the order. Um, so let's jump right into it. My third grade question. What is the abbreviation for Missouri? I mean, I know an abbreviation that it isn't. <laughs> Thanks to DDS, it's not SEC anymore. <laughs> y'all go check out that that episode right now. Hey, by the way, right now, why don't y'all just take a minute? Go ahead and hit the like and subscribe button for us. We appreciate it. Yeah, you're already here. Go ahead and hit it. Yeah. Uh, I do feel confident about this one. I'm going with M O. Okay. I think that's probably, that might be right. And third grade for Blake Mm. name the five oceans. Oh boy. Did I miss something here? Yeah. I'm a little worried here. Five oceans. All right. So we got, the Pacific, the Atlantic, the Indian, the Arctic. Five. Is this a misprint? I'm I'm a little concerned here. <laughs> Five. Five oceans. So wait a minute. You're telling me that we've gotten rid of a planet. But we've added an extra body of water on the planet. I mean, am I am I missing something here? <laughs> Five oceans: Atlantic, Pacific, Indian, Arctic. Uh, ocean. I think that's a misprint. I only got four. I only got those four. Hey, let's stick with your four answers. We'll look it up. Yeah, I'm going to have to Google that one. This may be common common core crap. I swear to everyone at Christiana Middle, (laughs) Rutherford County School Systems, I only learned about four. I'm sorry. Yeah, I... Admittedly, we could be wrong. We could be. Oh, we probably are. There's no doubt. I mean, look, if... I know I'm not smarter than than a seventh grader, so I've already succumbed to that. Wow. Well, moving on to fourth grade, here comes a miss. My question is, what is photosynthesis? Oh, boy. Now, look, I know this has nothing to do with a camera. I know this has to do with plants. I don't know what it means about plants, so... Let me just go with a generic answer of is it the life cycle of a plant? That's my that's my yeah. I'm gonna go with are, that. You, are you asking me a question or I don't know. That's just going uh, is this Jeopardy? What is the life cycle of a plant? <laughs> oh boy. I have no idea. Oh boy, oh All boy, right. oh boy. Well, here's this event again. I've seen this. You know, we've had Revolutionary War questions on here multiple times. Yeah, I don't Guess know what? Why. You have another one. God, great. Fourth grade. Apparently, I was popular in fourth grade. I hated fourth grade. What year 
did the Revolutionary War end? Uh, I think I had. I believe that is 1776. All right. I have the answer recorded. We're moving on to fifth grade, and it looks like she gave me the math question this week. Mm. Turn three and seven eighths into an improper fraction. Say what? Oh, fractions and decimals. I think this is an improper question. Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> I'm not even really sure what an improper Whoa. whatever the hell they said wow. is. Improper fraction. I think I know what that means, but I... Yeah. I mean, I don't know what that means. Uh, so I'm going to have to just use some uh, of my math skills. Okay. And I try to come up with something. Because they want a fraction, right? So th that part's yeah. in the question. Yeah. So I'm going to come up with something that would equal three and seven eighths. This is the route I would take. They they want a fraction, and it's so, an improper fraction, so it's not a normal fraction. Yeah, yeah. So here's my thought. Just taking the numbers, if you're writing them down, mm -hmm. or if anyone's writing this down at home. Mm -hmm. Follow along here. Three and then seven over eight. So what I'm going to do, I want to take eight, the bottom number, eight times three. That equals 24. And then I'm going to do 24 plus seven, the number on top. Okay. That equals 31. I'm going 31 over eight. This is the route I would have taken as well. That's my answer. Yep. I we'll see if it's right. That's exactly how I would have done it too. So, right. right, wrong, or indifferent. I, I know I didn't learn that in fifth grade. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, that's, that's I'm more certain. like an eighth or ninth grade. Thing. I'm certain that I didn't learn that either. <laughs> uh, you've got for your fifth grade quest question. Oh boy, here we go. Getting closer to my did grade you, level. It, say, it says, "Did you know spiders okay. are not insects?" Yes, I did. They that. Are that was an easy question. As... Yes, I knew that. Damn it. There's more. What? They are classified as. Oh, are they asking me what they are classified as? Yes. Arachnids. Boom. Could that be a movie on a little movie discussion <laughs> coming up? Hey, possibly. Or... Possibly <laughs> if a Could. certain somebody would get it together. Come on. Let's go. This this podcast was for you. One of your favorite numbers of all time is 13. How how dare you miss this one? Yep, this could have been it. This could have been it. <laughs> Just saying. Moving on to sixth grade. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> what do white blood cells do? Mm. I actually know this one. Of course you do, you science freak. I'm pretty sure they're a combination of white and red. Uh, oh, geez. I mean, I'm thinking... 
I wish you could see my face. Right <laughs> I think oh everybody everybody can see your face, but it's oh uh, it's probably not the face you're making right now. My white blood Hmm. <laughs> I am gonna go with. Oh man! Do they? Do they? <laughs> do they? Uh, uh, this is great. something with oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Are, 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 are the red ones blood and the white ones oxygen? <laughs> the red know. one's blood and the white one's oxygen. Yes. Okay. Let's let's put that in the textbook. Carry that oxygen to my body. Oh my God. Well, Lord well, Jesus, help me. Well, feel like I messed up. Sorry to my sixth grade teacher at Mitchell Nelson Elementary. Your question is, what is absolute value? Oh, Jesus. Absolute value. Uh, I'm going to say, and I, I don't know, so this is a total guess. It's the value represented as a whole number. That's what I'm going to say it is. So you're almost like rounding. If you say, I, I guess three quarters, the absolute value is one because you can't be less than. I, I guess that's what I'm going with. Because I, right. I, I don't, I, I know I've heard that term, but I can't remember what that is. <clears throat> All right, seventh grade for the first time ever on the podcast. A little, little scared here. I'm scared. <laughs> Mine is define exuberant. You're exuberant. Yeah. So when I think exuberant, I've heard this word used in sports. I I think about excitement. Getting to your feet. The crowd is exuberated. Okay. Your exuberation. <laughs> Going with excitement. All right. Doesn't sound like a horrible guess. And then yours? I'm really scared of this right here. I feel like there's going to be a diagram or maybe what I need a TI-89 calculator. What? No, I, this is a science. It's probably right up your alley here. I doubt it. What are the three main parts of an atom? Uh, oh, boy. So it's going to be, so there's a nucleus, uh, there are electrons, and there are protons. That's my so guess. Proton. Protons, electrons. Electrons, nucleus. Nu yes, that's what I'm going with. All right. Are we ready for the grading? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> Let me get out the sheet here. Oh, boy. Revealing the answers, the sealed answers. Oh. Yeah, third grade has been broken here. Oh, great. Mine was the abbreviation of Missouri. And I was correct with M-O. Mo-Mo. Mm. Blake, 
you were tasked to name five oceans. And I think we'll have to throw the challenge flag here. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. The answers are Atlantic, Pacific, Indian, Arctic, and the Southern Ocean. Uh, what? So go ahead and take time. Show the people. Let's let's look this up. I am looking it up right now. I'll put it up on the screen for you guys to see. Um, hmm. The Southern Ocean. I'm not so sure that this Southern Ocean. So what they're calling the Southern Ocean, Bradley, is uh, what we just assume to be the Indian Ocean. But once you get to... Antarctica. Uh, they are calling that the Southern Ocean. Well, isn't that the Arctic Ocean? Well, the, the Arctic Ocean is north. It's the North North Arctic. See, I don't even know where the Arctic Ocean is. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. so uh, I I don't know when they started teaching that, but uh, that was not taught to us. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I think I should get partial credit for that. Comment down below if you think I should get partial credit for yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Please tell us. Just all you have to do is type in the words Southern Ocean if you knew that the Southern Ocean was the fifth ocean. I had no idea. No. Moving idea. to fourth grade. Photosynthesis. Now look, I knew it wasn't anything to do with my camera, camera phone, Polaroid, shake it like a Polaroid picture. What did I say? The life cycle of a plant? Yeah, that is incorrect. I think I'm pretty wrong. You're here. way off. This she wrote the process by which green plants and other organisms Use sunlight to synthesize foods from carbon dioxide and water. Holy free holy, that was a mouthful. Yeah, so just put a big fat X there. I'm wrong. Yeah, you're you're wrong. What year did the Revolutionary War end? You said 1776. She wrote. 1783. Okay. I mean, that, that is probably 1776 is probably when they made the Declaration of Independence. That's probably what that was. Mm. Just got my dates mixed up. Yeah, we're doing Am I wrong splendidly about here. Yeah, now I'm going to have to go what are we, that. What are we, one for four? We're yeah. batting a cool 250. Yeah, I got to. 1776 is yeah uh declaration of independence yeah just got my mm. got my significant dates mixed up all right we're moving on to math some some of my common core common thinking math let's see <laughs> oh i think i got it right it says turn three and seven eighths into an impression i still don't know what that means if you want to look that up but uh my math was the bottom number times the big number, which is 24, plus 
the top number equaled 31 and I just left it over eight. And that's what she wrote down as the answer. 31 over 8. Yeah, that's how I would have gone about it. An improper fraction is defined as a fraction in which the numerator is greater than the denominator, such as 5 over 4. Okay. No, so I guess exactly I don't what you remember did. that. I don't remember that term. Yeah, I don't know that I remember it either, but it is what it is. Spiders are not classified as insects. They are classified as... Arachnids. Blake said arachnids. He is absolutely correct. Boom. If I had hey, a pod, I'd take a drink. <laughs> we had a good round there in fifth grade. We got yeah. yeah. Bounce back. A little bounce back. And then we fall. I fall right into the hole here. <laughs> what do the white blood cells do? <laughs> I said something silly about oxygen. Uh... You said the Me white said, ones were for oxygen, the red ones were for blood. Blood. Yeah. <laughs> you know, white blood cells aren't really blood, I guess. Nah, they be white. <laughs> they okay. white cells. White cells and red okay. blood cells. All right. These cells, these cells are part of the body's immune system. They help fight off infections and other diseases. Yep. That's what white blood cells do. They fight infection. All right. And what about that absolute value? Mm, I'm, I may have got that one wrong. She defined it as how far a number is from zero. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, okay. So, yep. So after the fifth grade, we just bombed sixth grade. Yep, pretty much. We took sixth grade off. Okay, I see the seventh grade here. So uh, seventh grade, define exuberant. I said excitement. She has it defined as filled with or characterized by a lively energy and excitement. I think that's got to count. That is exactly what I'm reading, and I would agree with that. All right, all right. The three main parts of an atom, you said protons, electrons, and nucleus. She wrote protons, electrons, and neutrons. 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 I knew it. Mm. Damn it. Yeah, I was on the right. I was on the right road. This was a good one. I like it. I, I love this segment. I want all of her friends that listen into this podcast to send some questions. Let's go. Absolutely. You can get involved too. Yep. So you can send them to send us to us on Twitter at the underscore dad underscore co. You can send it to us on Instagram at the dad code podcast or on Facebook. You can send it to us there at the dad code or just email us at the dad code podcast at gmail.com. Man, or even more simple. Just tell Hannah. Since you're watching the video, go ahead and just put it in a comment. Hey, there you go. There you go. Put it in the comment. It's nothing nothing to it. Just visit our page over there at uh, youtube.com and uh, go to the DAG code pod, or just It's actually just the DAG code. Uh, <laughs> check us out under pi, under the podcast uh, playlist and check out our rest of, the rest of our videos there, too. Leave us some comments. Subscribe, yep. like, do all that stuff. Share the videos. Yeah, but I feel smarter. I really do. 
Well, if you thought that was going to give you knowledge, just you wait. Here we go for noobs knowledge. Boom. Well, today I present to you strange laws in Alabama. Oh, Lord. You know, the state in which the toothbrush was named. For most residents only have one tooth, but I digress. Let's get, I've got the top five strangest laws in Alabama. We're going to go to Mobile, Alabama first. It is against the law to spit on the sidewalks. Number two, dominoes may not be played on Sundays. Number three, did you know that in the state of Alabama, it is illegal for the driver to be blindfolded while driving? <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, word. Hey, number four, it is against the law to dress up as a priest on Halloween. Okay. No priest. The devil is allowed. No priest. Goodness gracious, dude. And finally, number five, we're going back to Mobile. It is unlawful to howl at ladies inside the city limits. Howl! I hope that you have more knowledge because I've just forgotten what I talked about. This was Noob's Knowledge. Oh boy. That was definitely eye opening. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. If you're outside the city limits, in which technically yeah. we are, you can howl at them girls all day long, oh, but not inside the city. Good grief, man. <laughs> oh, man. Well,. All that's uh, well and good. We're a lot smarter now. We hope that our kids are going to end up being smarter after we've uh, just got them back to school. So, uh, but we're going to get into we're going to get into uh, the top three things for each of us. Uh, we may have some of the same responses. We'll see. Top three things that we absolutely cannot stand about back to school time. This will be interesting. I, I will. I don't know since we're in two different locations what our list look like, but uh, I'm betting that we have at least. I think we have two. I bet we have two that are the same. We'll see, or, or at least probably there are probably some that are pretty close. We'll have to see. All that. right, all right. So we'll just go with. Uh, they don't have to be in any particular order, but uh, if you want to start off, I'll 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 go right after you. Just go. We'll go well, back look, and I'm forth. All right, I'm going to start with what I'm experiencing today, ladies and gentlemen. I don't like leaving my house an hour before school lets out. I don't like my car running for an hour and my gas just leaving, evaporating into the air 
I don't like the lines for picking up my child at school. I hate this whole process. Yeah, I, I am right there with you. That is That was the first one I was going to mention was the pickup line. It, it literally takes at least an hour out of out of your day i mean it takes a little bit sometimes it takes more out of my day just because my kid goes to a a school on the other side of town and i have to drive a a little farther to get there which means i have to leave even earlier and if i don't leave at a by a certain time i am going to literally be waiting like bradley described 45 minutes hour it's it's just absolutely insane um, and for people who are, you know, kind of trying to get their kids and get them somewhere, or maybe they have to be somewhere, this is a big deal. I mean, I know this is a big deal for you, Brad. Uh, this year, especially, uh, you know, I, I still am working from home and, uh, I'm expected to be logged back into my work at two forty-five sharp school lets out at two thirty. So guess what? That means I have to leave even earlier to ensure that I'm in that first wave. Yep. I can't be live to do my podcast. We're going to have to figure out something. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's definitely thrown a wrench in things. It's taken at least a good hour to hour and a half out of both of our days. So it's, it's definitely kind of made things more complicated. But, hey. I guess there are worse things in life, but it is no, definitely. There's no doubt, man. Hey, we've talked about it on some previous podcasts. Yes, it's an inconvenience. You know, nobody wants to do it. It's just a part of the gig, though. It's yep. a part of being a parent. Yep. So part of being mom, part of being dad. Yep. But uh, so uh, for my second one, uh, I cannot stand it. You know, it's it never fails every single year. It gets to be, you know, a couple weeks, two weeks, a month, whatever it is before school starts. I go into my son's closet and I pull out his uniforms. And of course, either they are, they have the little tags that have kind of, you know, pulled out of the the shirt and kind of are wrinkling the shirt and, um, uh, and, or they don't fit, you know, my son's at the age where, you know, he tries, you know, something on one day and it fits. He tries it on another day. It doesn't fit. So you like nothing fits. So basically you have to get him an entire new wardrobe because none of the clothes that he has currently will work for school because, you know, kids nowadays have to have uniforms or some sort of, you know, assigned, you know, clothing they have to wear. So it never fails. You end up having to, you know, go drop hundred, two hundred dollars on freaking shirts and shorts and, you know, that leads to shoes and all kinds of other stuff. So, I mean, it, it's just so – I just remember when we grew up, all we had to do was, you know, we might have got a new pair of shoes. We might have got a haircut. That's about it. You know, I mean, a back-to-school back pair of shoes. Back-to-school haircut. You know, because that's when everything went on sale as far as shoes and everything. I mean, we, we had clothes. We just wore clothes we had, you know, but now because of all the things that have – you know, gone on in the past, you know, it's led to all these schools going to either a uniform code or a, just an assigned dress code. Yeah. It's not on my list, but I definitely, uh, we don't like to do the shopping. Uh, we, we, I guess we are grateful and thankful that, uh, grandparents help in this endeavor. They are a huge help for sure. But I'm like, man, just the, again, the, 
the inconvenience of, you know, I don't like shopping. I, I'll go <laughs> grocery shopping, but man, the, my son is just, was, I was just like him. It's, you know, it's, it's a, a lot a bigger waist. So to get the bigger waist, usually the pants are too long. So it's hard to find things that fit. Yeah. They're kind of, uh, both of our sons are kind of at that awkward age where they're, yeah. they kind of decide whether they're going to, you know, get bigger across the waist or they're going to get taller or if they're going to do both at the same time. And then that's a whole nother disaster. Yeah. That's, uh, and I'm not even talking about my daughter because I'd be lost in the woods if I had to go yeah. clothes shopping for her. Yeah, there, there's your dad <laughs> tip right there. Stay away from that. Ooh. Stay away from Good. that. Gracious. But yeah, uh, What's I your number two? Well, I'm going to talk about schools, open houses. Oh, boy. Uh, why does it seem like, and maybe it's not this way at private schools, but why does it seem like the emails and the voicemails and everything my kid says to me, why does it seem like I have to? I, I mean, that's kind of the way it comes across, right? I mean, basically, I, it, basically the, the, the hidden message is, is either you're going to come to this or you're going to prove that you don't care about your kid. <laughs> that's basically what that's basically what it comes down to. I don't get it, man. I mean, I I think both of you, uh, both of us, are actually going to have to go through this tonight. Actually, of all times, not looking forward to it. I'm really not. Uh, I mean, it's a huge inconvenience for me right now. I'm looking to figure out what I'm going to do with my kid when I, I mean, because apparently, this is supposed to be only for the parents, which is stupid in and of itself. Oh boy. So I don't know if I'm going to well, have to take them across town to my mom's or, or if I'm going to just pawn them off on somebody. I have no idea. So here's my thing. I, if your child has been going to the school over and over and over again, why, why is it, position like you have to exactly and another thing with protocols in place you don't want parents in the school right now anyway what are we doing uh i don't get it you know no guests are allowed i don't understand why we can't do this virtually in some way because i'm there is that is a big thing and and you know what we'll just go ahead and segue it into my third thing i absolutely can't stand is the uh, is you know this is more of a modern twist on things how things have been the last few years is the covid concerns you know not knowing whether or not you know my kid's going to be forced to wear a face mask at school uh or whether you know one of the kids in his class which has already happened actually at my my kid's school but they've kind of put the kibosh on it you know, what does that mean? Does it mean we're going to end up doing virtual? Does it mean we're all going to, that I'm going to have to take a, you know, a week off of work because I'm going to have to quarantine? I mean, these COVID concerns have kind of really, it's probably the number one concern I have this year. And it's not, I don't have a lot of fear that COVID is going to infect and, and hurt my child just because I don't see any compelling data to see, to say that that would happen. Uh but I, I don't know what it means 
uh, uh, what COVID is going to do to our lives if some someone within the cohort of our uh, our, our children's classrooms or you know many schools or however your school is organized. Uh, how is that going to affect everybody's life if something doesn't tend to happen or happen to happen? So, yeah. Well, let me tell you, you had a really good point with uh, when you said, what am I going to have to do? Take a week off of work? Because guess what? My job, your job, most jobs are not going to shut down again. No. I repeat, most <clears throat> Jobs, businesses are not yeah. going back to a full shutdown again. It's no, not going to happen. It's not. It's not. I mean, particularly in a lot of these uh, states, you know, Tennessee being one of them, where we we shut down hard for a while, and it. I don't know that it did us any good, honestly. Uh, Florida is another one. You know, um, I think everybody should be safe. I want to be clear about that. If you need to do what's best for you and whatever you and your doctor decide is the best for you to do and what's the safest, you do it. Uh, but we, we, we really, we really need to think about how these things are going to affect us moving forward because, um, I have opinions about this and I try to not to get too in the weeds about it, but I, I just, I don't know how, shutting everything down again for you know weeks on on end or months on end is going to do anything other than just absolutely destroy everything about our way of life and look i believe that these school boards are getting a lot and under a lot of pressure from local governments too so it's not just the decision makers at the school level to blame here yeah they're probably going on a lot of advice and guidance mm -hmm. from the states. And so a lot of it just falls back on that. Absolutely. You know, I, I will say that, you know, we'll give a shout out here to Clay Travis. I know he uh, was very vocal at a at the county, actually, where his kids go to school in Williamson County here in Tennessee. He was very, very vocal uh, in his message that he delivered to the school board there because they recently man uh, mandated that the kids are going to be wearing masks in that county. And, uh, you know, he cited some numbers that said that, look, I mean, there have been more deaths for kids for the seasonal flu. And, you know, I'm not going to cite all the stuff because I don't have the exact numbers. I don't want to. No, we don't have them. to here. We can but, just uh, link it right we'll, here. We'll link we it in link the it description. Yeah. We'll, we'll link yeah. it on Twitter and I'll, I'll try to put it in the description here on, on this uh, podcast show. Um, but yeah, he, you know, he pointed out a lot of great facts and he, he got the crowd pretty wild riled up too. It was, uh, in typical clay, clay Travis fashion. But, uh, uh, anyways, Check that out. Check that link out. We'll uh, we'll we'll put it out there for you guys. What's your what's your third one? Yeah, my third one. I'm gonna go to the old supply list. Oh, let me tell you why it burns my biscuits. <laughs> Here we go. Let's say old uh, what uh, June thirtieth. I'm just making up a date. Okay. We get just a standardized email from the county. Here are the expected. Here's the supply list for third grade for the 2021 through 2022 calendar. Mm -hmm. Well, my wife and I go by that list. 
We get everything on that list. We think that we're good. Just like you were asking uh, on a previous podcast about, you know, how do we uh, prepare for a vacation? Mm-hmm. We like to be ahead of schedule. Get it done. And lo and behold, that silly little two-hour day that my child has at the very beginning of the year, guess what he's given? He's given a third-grade homeroom supply list. (laughs) And I'll be damned if it's not different. Oh, good grief. It never fails. did, Did you know? Because I didn't. Did you know there's a one-inch binder and a three-inch binder? And apparently they make a big difference. You can't just have a three-ring binder anymore. They're counting inches. I I don't understand why that matters. That seems irrelevant to me. Well, we we spent money on two. Sounds like they want everybody to be the same. (laughs) We bought... We bought two one-inch, three-ring binders, and by God, that's not good enough. We have to have two three-inch, three-ring binders. Good grief. That's just one example, man. They, they add random stuff. I'm sure the teacher is adding things that they just specifically want for their classroom. But come on, man. I hate the supply list. When you you brought something up there that's kind of annoying to me is when you when you do go to these open house nights like we're going to go to tonight. Uh, it, it's it's kind of funny how they. I remember my son's kindergarten year. The teacher said that. Um, it I can't remember how she put it, but essentially it was like a GoFundMe page for the classroom, and I'm like. First off, my son goes to a private school, and I'm like, "What about that? What about that money I pay every month?" I mean, that's that's not a little amount. No, every parent pays a lot. Yeah, it's like, what do you mean you need more stuff? You know, and and it was, it was. I tell you what, it was. This was before COVID, mind you that. So, it, she wanted a refrigerator for the for the classroom take the COVID context out of that because it was before COVID. Yeah. So it wasn't like she was trying to keep everybody from, you know, cross contaminating or whatever. It's like, dude, really a fridge. <laughs> she had to have somewhere to put her lunch. I guess, I guess. But uh, yeah, it, it's just funny to me. I mean, don't get me wrong. Teachers are probably one of the, the biggest examples of how we don't have our priorities right and how we pay certain people in our society. I mean, I these, these are the people that we are charging to teach our kids how to do things. I mean, I'm not a teacher. I don't have like a, a good, a good ability to be able to be patient enough whenever I'm trying to teach a kid. Like when COVID first hit a couple of years ago, man, I, I found that out real quick. I, I had no patience whatsoever. So I, I, I just couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle yeah. it. So, I, and we, and we're paying them, you know, rock bottom prices. Yeah. Hats off to every man and woman that has been charged with raising my children. Cause, uh, 
thanklessly a lot of the times you're spending more time with my kids than I am. And I acknowledge that. So for you to have that patience and care for not only mine, but but sometimes 20 others. Yeah. What a, what a fantastic job to all the teachers. Absolutely. Well, I guess that is our, uh, both of our top threes that we just absolutely cannot stand about back to school time. And uh, this list obviously is ever growing because I mean, you saw the COVID stuff made it on my list. And as they get older, I guess maybe some things will change, but I think most things are going to stay the same. It's There's still going to be the pickup line until they learn to drive themselves, and there's going to be these dadgum open house nights. So mm. we'll just have to tough it out until then. But uh, anyways. Uh-oh. Um, I hear something in my car. Oh, Just one moment. Court is now in session. Another episode of the Food Court. Where did we go last week? We went to Alley on Main here on the square uh, in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Kind of a nice little local spot. They uh, they kind of pride themselves on their uh, uh, kind of Cajun inspired food. A lot of they have a lot of fresh seafood. Um, they have some different seafood specials pretty simple menu you know nothing too over the top they don't it's not a super big menu which is a big complaint that i have with some some restaurants as they try to do too much um i think we had some i know you frequent this place a lot more than i do but i do go there and i like it a lot um you got any comments that you want to say about them till we get before we get into it yeah man we've mentioned before uh we love to support the men and women that are uh, local businesses. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what this is. This is not a chain. These are two uh, hardworking individuals that have a have a pretty large, extensive staff. They uh, watered the times of <laughs> of the COVID nineteen impact. Yep. They made it through. They sure did. Um. Uh, they are down to earth people. I can't tell you how many times that both of them or one or the other, whoever's there, that they just come around the table and talk to you. Yeah. Very uh, down to earth people. Yeah, man. The owners, I know them by name now because they've talked to us so many times. Their names are Sean and Christy Hackinson. Yep. And, and they've said, you know what? We like to talk to and we want to touch the tables here and get to know our guests we want to keep the alley on main very approachable and non-pretentious. That's, That's exactly what they do. That is huge for me. All right. With that, we're going to jump right in. Uh, the first one as always is ambiance. I tend to think that their ambiance for me is spot on. You know, it's right on the square, big glass front. They actually have an outdoor seating area as well. Um, it's very simple, very cl- it's clean, kind of uh, country chic, if you will. Uh, but man, it is—it's exactly what I want to see out of a local business. I agree. I mean, when I step in, I believe—I don't know this to be true—but what I think of is they want it to feel like you're in a home. Yeah. And maybe not only a home, but maybe like inspired by either their parents, grandparents, almost like a 
a country type of feel, but yeah. it, they're trying to make it feel like home. Yeah, I mean the 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 seating for the folks that are waiting are church pews, so it's it's kind of a cute, a cool little yeah. twist on, like you said, just making it feel like at home. So for me, I'm th- I've got four on my mind all day. I got four. I got four as well. I mean, you walk straight in and uh, very open, so uh, you're not having to like snake your way or maze your way through the building it's open you can yep. kind of see into the kitchen a little bit you've got the uh, the bar area yep dining area i like it i go with four absolutely uh so what's next uh cleanliness I, I i don't have anything bad to say about their cleanliness and all i haven't found any kind of hairs in the food or dirty plates or anything like that i've never had an issue with that for me it's a standard four I'm going for, I, uh, the only note that I made here was they have some of their staff maybe coming around to the tables too often trying to take your plates. <laughs> they're like, are you done with that? Are you done with that? It's just that in good heart, they're trying to just keep the table clear. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that on cleanliness, I guess you would, but you would say they're, they're relatively clean, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah, so that's a good four, standard four on that. But to your point there, I would agree with that on service, which is the next oh, category. Oh, we'll talk about, is that next? All right. Yeah, I'm probably going out of order, but I, I know them. I'm just out of order. Uh, but, yeah, service-wise, I totally agree. They got a lot of folks that uh, I literally remember turning to Bradley and being like, what is this guy right here doing? He's literally, like, walking around the the, the – uh, the restaurant just looking like he's hunting for plates, you know, to take. And don't get me wrong. It's not a horrible thing. It's just, it was a little bit, it was a little bit off putting almost for a second there. Cause I was like, golly, like we've had like four people in 30 seconds come over here and ask to take our plates. Uh, but Hey, I'm not, it's hard for me to really count off for that. I've never really had bad service there. I mean, we've had to wait no. before, but I mean, it, it's a pretty popular place and you expect that. Um, I'm going to go, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've had really good service there. I, I'm, I think I'm going to, I don't have a reason not to give them a four. Yeah. I, uh, I wanted to give a five to be honest with you. That's how much I love this place. Yeah. Well, you have a much better <laughs> understanding of that. Cause you, you probably go there twice as often as I do. So. Yeah. So let me tell you why I got it down to a four and four is fantastic. Yeah. But- I started at five, and then what tends to happen sometimes, because they want to be so personable, mm-hmm. sometimes the wait staff talks to a table, mm-hmm. which then leads to my wife's drink has been ready for five minutes at the bar. Right. They almost it can get over, a little long. They overserve almost. Yeah, it can get a little long getting to the table, but it's – it's because they're they're being more personable and helping at another yeah. table that's yeah. causing it to be longer for I her to get her enough. drink at my table. So I'm gonna go four. Yeah, I, I think I could go for that. Yeah, I, I totally understand that and see that. So man, we've had nothing but four so far. Yeah. Uh menu. Menu options. Uh let's see. I've got their menu up here. I'll put it up on the screen for you guys. Appetizers. They've got a lot of pretty interesting appetizers. They've got uh you know, some of your classic ones, shrimp cocktail. We had a couple. Yeah, we had the tenderloin kebabs, which were really nicely marinated. Ooh. 
They um, they have always been one of my favorites. Yeah, and uh, y'all also got uh, the shrimp wontons. Shrimp wonton, which yep. which are a interesting ra- uh, uh, take on what most people would think of a shrimp wonton. Uh, it's very it's very good. I don't personally care for the cherry mustard sauce. I know you like it, uh, but I, they're very good. They're very very good. Yep. Yep. So uh, uh, appetizers. Else, I mean, let's see. Let's just talk, let's talk about what we had. I, I had the ribeye. Um, I ordered it medium. If I'm being critical, I think it was closer to medium. Well, that happens. Honestly, I told Brad. I said, you know, I, I usually order medium rare just for this very reason because by the time it gets out to the table, sometimes it kind of cooks itself a little bit more. But it was still a very good cut of meat. Uh, let's see. What did I have? I had the crispy Brussels sprouts, which were absolutely fantastic. Kind of nice and scorched. Um, really enjoyed it. I know my wife had the cobia, which was one of the specials, which is a very nice, um, sweet flaky fish, kind of similar to, uh, like a grouper. Um, somewhere somewhere between a grouper and a mahi, I'd say. That's exactly what I had. Yeah. Oh, oh, did you now? I forgot what you had. Yes, I had the same dish as what she had. Yeah, I just kind of explain that a little bit because I think y'all had it prepared the same way. We did. Uh, so we both went. Uh, did they even ask? They did ask us the temperature, didn't they? They did. Um, it's the first time we'd ever heard it asked. <laughs> yeah, it's usually like a chef's choice with those type of things, yeah. but. Uh, Surprisingly, they asked us a temperature, which means I guess they could have made it sushi grade if we wanted to. But uh, well, yeah, they actually served one of the other specials to your wife, actually, as sashimi style. Yeah. So, I believe we both went. Uh, what was it, medium or medium well, to make sure that it was white throughout, mm-hmm. flaky throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we both added blackened. Yep. Which I thought took the taste over the top. It was really yeah. good. It, it was a very, and it was a good hunk of fish, too. It was. Oh, nice portion. Yeah. It was a good eight or 10 ounces, I'd say. So, I mean, it was a good chunk of meat for what you got. And uh, it was good. Oh, man. it was really that's good. Not, that's not all we got. So, you get a choice of side. Mm-hmm. It comes with a salad. Yep. Which their, uh, house, so their I, house dressing is just amazing. Yeah, I got the uh, green beans, and we've been told before by the wait staff, they're like, "Hey, look, this is our this is our take on green beans. They might be a little spicy to some, but no, they're fantastic." Yeah, it's just I right. recommend the green beans to anyone. Just right, man. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm only going to go four because my steak was slightly overcooked. Otherwise, I would have given them a five. Okay. That's all I got. I mean, it was, other than that, it was great. So are we uh, doing about execution or are we still giving a menu options score first? Uh, menu options. I'm still, uh, you're right. Menu options. I'm going to go, I'm actually going to go five on menu options. Cause I feel like they got literally something for everybody. They got stuff for, for the, for the kids. They got really good desserts too, by the way, we didn't even talk about, uh, they got pasta. They got lunch items, sandwiches. Dude, you can get you can order gravy. I mean, you can order you know your own side of gravy. I mean, good grief! Yeah. What's not to love about that? They got salads for salad people, beef for beef people. I mean, good grief! They got they got a little bit of everything. They even offer a Saturday brunch. 
Ah, I didn't know Special that. menu. Nice. They open a little bit early. It's very nice. Very nice. Yeah. So the um so yeah. Menu options. I think they got everything. I'm giving them a five for that just because I I think they literally have something for everybody. Yep. I'll go with five. Let's just stick with it. Yep. Yep. Uh, as far as food and execution, uh, I think we've pretty much gone over what we had. Like I said, I would give it a four just because my steak was slightly overcooked. Uh, it was not bad. It was still very good. Uh, but, you know, just me being particular and being uh, critical, that's I would, I would give it a four. A four is not bad. No, it, no it's uh, not. No, it is not. I mean, I think... I think they're the cooks, the part of this business operation. Do uh, I can't imagine what I think it's a fantastic job because remember what the owners want, they want this to be remembering of, I'm sure, their past or yeah. what foods that they remember eating, mm -hmm. and for the staff to be able to just replicate that over and over and over again i think that's fantastic i mean i yeah at the bottom of their menu you'll see it yeah. it, it gives a little bit of history of their family about their grandfather uh achille uh -huh. vincenzo salvatore yeah. greco uh about how they were chased out of italy and they came to america and you know they raised their kids here so, I mean, it, it's a great story. It really is. I think you're right. I think that it's definitely all these recipes are made with love. Yeah. I'm all right with a four. So all that's right. so that's four fours and a five. Oh, geez. Mr. Math Man, add that mm. up. So what do we got there? 16, 21. 21 divided by 5. What is that, your 4.2? Sounds great. 4.2, the dad code score of the alley on Main in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Very strong score there. The verdict has been rendered. Yep. The people have spoken. They have spoken, indeed. Well, I think that's about going to wrap us up here. I think uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn the music on and we're going to let Bradley go right. ahead and go and uh, so he can get the kids back home and uh, he can get back to work. But uh, Anna, yeah, we are driving as we speak. I will make it ahead of the 245 time. All right, man. Well, you have a good one. I'll wrap us up here. Let's do it. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us today. It's been a great show again. Uh, it's back to school week, so a lot of things we're dealing with. I know y'all are dealing with a lot of the same stuff too. Uh, be sure to check us out at Twitter, the underscore dad underscore code, as well as on Instagram at the dad code podcast on Facebook, the dad code, email us questions, concerns, comments, new questions for, are we smarter than, or if you just want to tell me how glowing my skin looks on YouTube, the dad code podcast at gmail.com. We thank you guys for joining us. Go ahead and click like, subscribe for us, share these videos, leave a comment. We appreciate you guys, and uh, we look forward to seeing you next time. Y'all be well.